What we all agree on is childcare is essential for women in the workforce, and there is an issue that is coming up that could lead 70,000 daycare programs at risk of closure. That means mama or daddy's not going to work if they don't have the daycare they need. Laura Valle Gutierrez is with us, a fellow at the Century Foundation. Laura, what is happening? What's leading to this? Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Um, so what's important to understand is that child care was a broken market before the pandemic. High prices for families, low wages for child care workers, and just not enough child care programs has long been an issue in the sector. But the pandemic made all of this worse and pushed the sector to the edge. So Congress passed the American Rescue Plan Act, which included $24 billion for child care programs. And these funds were really a lifeline. They helped providers stay open, pay higher wages to their workers, and they helped keep classrooms safe. Um, But now these funds are going away. They expire at the end of the month. And our report projected the impacts that this would have on every single state and found that in Illinois, 2,800 child care programs could close, which would impact 128,000 child care spots for kids. So um, it's a big problem. Yeah, it is a big problem. And it's always a problem for parents, just the cost alone. I had family members in from a couple different states over the weekend, and two of them have chosen not to go back to work. I mean, they've got to make some serious cuts, but they couldn't afford daycare because it's so expensive. And I know in this report that a survey of U.S. Child Care Center directors About 43% said their programs would have to raise tuition even more when the pandemic funding ends. So what is the, what what can be done? Yeah, absolutely. So it's important to understand that, um, you know, these stabilization grants enabled providers to cover higher operating costs um, without having to pass that expense on to parents. So during the pandemic, a lot of parents didn't necessarily see rate increases. And I think one of the first things that we'll see when this funding goes away is that providers are going to raise those rates and child care is going to become even more unaffordable. And like you said, it's really hard for parents. Um, In terms of what can be done, Congress just last week introduced the Child Care Stabilization Act, which would help solve this problem. It would provide $16 billion to child care programs across the country to help them stay open. So I think, you know, in the short term, that's really the priority. And the average hourly pay for child care workers, it looks like it was $14.22 last year. And, of course, you can go to work at McDonald's for 15 or Target, you know, for 20 or Menards for 18 So it's hard to retain that staff and especially these are the people that are raising the children that will eventually run this country. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's a big issue. I- Illinois did just, you know, invest some funding from the from the state um, budget to try to address some of these issues. But um, when you think about the fact that the state of Illinois received $800 million in ARPA funds, and a lot of that went to um, giving early educators a, a pay boost. Um, and, and I think with that going away and just the fact that the state funding isn't enough compared to what they received in federal funding, um, I think it's going to be really hard for for workers to stay in these low-paying jobs. Our report finds that in Illinois, 11,000 child care workers may lose their jobs or choose to leave their jobs. And, and a big reason is that they just aren't paid enough for the hard work that they do. 
And then I think it falls on the shoulders of grandparents because that is the first family member that you turn to when you cannot afford child care or or it's no longer available because the pandemic funds have ended. And that that's an issue that I think a lot of members of our audience will be facing as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, it takes a village and I think families will turn to to their extended families to, to try to fill this gap if they lose their child care options. But, um, you know, it's really important for Congress and, and the United States to also, um, you know, invest in our children and, and make sure that we're also investing in children at an early age and not just when uh, a child is able to start going to, you know, public school. Um, and I think we really need to do a lot more for, for our young children. So this $24 billion in government aid ends at the end of September. How quickly do you think things will change in the landscape of child care after those funds dry up? Yeah, it's not like on October 1st, every single provider is going to immediately close. We know that providers really love this work and will do whatever they can to try to stay open. Um, And as I mentioned, the state of Illinois did make some investments. So hopefully um, the state funding will also help delay some of this. But you know, we do know that eventually providers are going to have to start raising their rates and that parents, you know, might not be able to pay these higher rates and, and they will ultimately have to close. I mean, we're already hearing of program closures and in other states that have used up all their funding. Um, Wisconsin, I think, has already lost around 40 child care programs. So um, it's going to be sort of a, a snowman starting to melt. And I think September 30th is going to be sort of when we're going to or October is going to be when we start seeing some of these um, effects beginning to pan out. I know you're a fellow at the Century Foundation. Take a quick second to tell me about the Century Foundation. Yeah, we are a a nonpartisan think tank um, where we do research on economic justice issues. um, And I am on the women's economic justice team. So we focus on issues pertaining to uh, women's economic justice. And of course, child care plays a, a big role in that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your work and thanks for joining us. Thank you. Laura Valle Gutierrez with the Century Foundation.